How's it going, guys? This is Shane. Hey, and this is the Burf. We're here live on our first podcast ever. I'm excited. How about you, Shane? Oh, yeah, I'm excited. Definitely. So what's going on today? Oh, not much. This got off. How about you? Well, I'm off work right now, but I've been enjoying my day, and um, it's always cool to talk to you and hang out with you, man, and having a good time. Yep. And so, so what's new, man? With you? Uh, not a whole lot. Just hanging out down in the basement right now. <laughs> down in your mom's basement. Down in my mom's basement. There you go. Same here. Yeah. Always good living at home, rent free. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh you know, I can remember a story you told me one time um about a nice paranormal event you had happen to you. Because you're yeah. you're a ghost hunter, right? Yeah, I guess on I wouldn't say I'm like an extreme ghost hunter, a- but amateur. Like, amateur. Yeah, amateur. Amateur. Yeah. Yeah, same as me, same as me. But uh, I remember you telling me a story a while back, and I thought it was very interesting. I think I thought we could share it with the, uh, you know, the crowd here. Yeah. <clears throat> so this is back when I first got like just started ghost hunting. Mm-hmm. We were over here, like there was always a legend in my small town of a witch buried in this graveyard. Oh yeah, you always got those legends. Oh yeah. So, anyway, I go up, and we, like, check, and, like, it's real. Like, they hung they hung her because they thought she was, like, doing witchcraft and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they, ac- they actually buried a stump on top of her grave. That's how, like, what? paranoid is. Well, why did they do that? Because, I don't know, apparently back then they thought if you put a stump up top of a dead person, the witch can't do any more. They can't get out of the roots. Yeah. Okay. So... I go there. I'm like, oh, okay. But this is back before, like, now they have no visitors after dark. But this was before right. the signs up. So I took my uh, spirit box down there, a couple of buddies, and we started investigating, which we have those dowsing rods also. And oh, those yeah. Things, those are nice. Those things were just like bouncing, which really hasn't happened before. Mm. So we get down there, and I'm like, all right. Um, my buddy Brian, he gave well, across his sticks. I, I was getting the box set up at the moment, but across the sticks, he's like, "Make sure you warn us if anything's bad gonna happen to us." Mm. So I get the box all fired up, and um, so I get fired up, and we ask the same question again, and I I said, "Is there any spirits here that want to vest like want to talk?" Yeah. So it says, yeah, Carl will say the spirit said his name was. Okay. We get Carl says, my name's Carl. I'm like, can you give us a warning if something's bad's going to happen to us? And it said, yes. Uh, so it, you first made contact with like a good spirit. Correct. Okay. So we go and we're just like walking along the road, like working our way up in the cemetery. And all of a sudden, like, 
some weird stuff was gonna happen. Like was happening. Like we all got goosebumps. Felt like we were being watched, which we thought we were getting oh. paranoid. Right. Which we never we never captured any voices across spirit box. Mm-hmm. But so we go up the road, and all of a sudden, like the sticks started spinning, both of them at the same time in opposite directions. Which, oh wow! Which due to the like, which what like people think that means bad stuff's gonna happen, like yeah. spirits present. So we all start freaking out because we we were messing around with the sticks for a few months at this time and never happened right. before. So we go up there and they start spinning, and simultaneously, uh, Brian felt something go through his chest, and I had something hit me in the neck. It's like oh, a wow. shot. It like it shot through him, hit me same time. Like there was no five second delay, no three second delay. Literally at the same time, we both get hit. Now, did that? What did that feel like? Was it like a? So like you got like, shocked by something, or you got like hit, and, and then you just tensed up, or it's what? almost like electric stab. If that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I understand. So that happened. So we all back out. We like we like back up a little bit. We go back to the parking lot. We're like, all right, we're gonna go in from the bottom side this time. Mm-hmm. So we get down there, not really catching much. We get, hear a couple voices like saying hello, hello, like just nothing. No really big EVPs or anything. Right. Or anything across the box. But we go in, we're probably about eight to nine rows deep in the cemetery. And uh, my buddy's over there with sticks, like asking questions and stuff. And next thing I know, I saw him. He left his feet and probably launched back 10 to 15 feet. Are you serious? And landed on his back. Seriously. Yeah, like like he got I, thrown by something. Yeah, like to this day, like there's no way you could even fake that because he like launched like a good distance. Oh no landed, way. Landed right on his back and he's like run. So we oh, ran wow. we, we ran, we ran, got to the vehicles, we're like we asked uh across the sticks and the box, are we safe now? They said yes. Mm. And um, that's basically the only time we visited that place. Right. But now like, I know you invited me to go to that place once before. And I said, no way, dude, I'm not, I'm not going to be messing around with a dark witch. Yeah. Which at that point we were just down there because we're like, okay, we don't know if this is folklore. Right. But like, I know I'm an amateur, but I can almost confirm that like something weird is going on there. Yeah. I mean, the guy got thrown like, you said eight to ten feet off his feet. I mean, how big of a dude is he? Like one hundred and he's probably ninety pounds, two hundred pounds, or what? Oh yeah, probably about two ten, two twenty. Okay, so he's a big dude. Yeah, there's there's zero way that that he could get thrown like that like, without like, a supernatural power. It yeah, is. which I saw it all happen, and I have no explanation for it. Is that it isn't like he jumped to flop it. Yeah, and he didn't just like collapse to his feet, you know. Yeah, like I, I don't know. I take this stuff seriously anytime, and he does oh, too. So, like, I don't know. I have zero explanation for what happened there. Yeah, but that's crazy. Actually, so we get back, we get to the parking lot, 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, my back's burning. Yeah. So we go up, and he's like, check my back. So we lift his shirt up, three scratch marks right across his neck. Really? Yeah. That's taunting right there from the spirit. I agree. That's the three marks of, uh, I forget what it's called. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But I actually took a picture, and I got the three scratch marks on my phone. Like I That's amazing. That. And it's just, it's just wild. Like, yeah, again, no explanation for any of that. Um, we don't know if it happened whenever we were walking up the road or with that whole throwing encounter, but. Well, no, I mean, no. You could, yeah. You could dude. definitely see three clear cut scratches. And he was scared. He's like, run. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, run. Yes. But yeah, that was the encounter with the witch. He felt, yeah, he felt a dark entity attack him. Right. He got thrown, and then he had scratches on his back, which is, Correct. I mean, any TV show you watch on ghost hunting, those three scratches are taunting of the uh, Trinity. Correct. I think yeah. You know. Yes. Yeah, you are correct. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, that's, yeah, that's an amazing story. Dude. Yeah, that's. I still have zero explanation to this. And you want to take me up there one day? Like, I told you no, dude. Like, you're like, let's go up to that cemetery. I'm like, no, I'm not going up there messing around with the witch, dude. But yeah, after that encounter, for like a month, I was like sick. Yeah. Yeah. That that dark entity probably attached herself to you, the witch. I'm not too sure about that. I think we just got affected by it so much because it's so powerful. Right. That it's, that, just that's like, it's like, hey, listen here, you son of a bitch, you ain't coming back. Mm-hmm. And come on back but, and we'll just, we'll just mess you up again. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I even refused to go there, uh, yeah. like, during the daytime Yeah. after that experience. Now, did you actually see the grave with the stump? During the daytime, since I grew up there my entire life, I did see it before, but I did yeah. not make, we did not, we were on our way up there, but we, I think they knew, like, it knew what we were doing, and it, we did not arrive at the stump. Okay, so, but do they have an actual stone up for her, or is it just a stump for the witch? It's just a stump wrapped with a boat anchor. Really? Yes. And so, apparently, what year? What year do you think, like, the witch was? Like, I'd say probably seventeen hundreds. like, yeah, it, it was. It's definitely old. Yeah, because what was the same witch hunts were by like sixteen, seventeen hundreds. Yeah. So, but this is in like our area, maybe a hundred years, like you know, a hundred years later in the eighteen hundreds. And I know where you live, and it's very, it's a very old city. Yeah. Town, whatever then, then it was very odd because there was, there's apparently another witch in Mercer that practices it nowadays. Yeah. And one well, night, nowadays they call it Wiccan. Yeah. We saw her, and she was like staring at us, giving us very. Really? Un- yes. It's very That's odd. Crazy. 
it's very I don't know if I was just paranoid, but it was just it's definitely odd. Like why is well, the witch of the town staring like she knows what's going on? So this modern witch today, do you think she's uh like a witch devil worshiper type of thing or see I don't I'm not really like, too sure. Like Yeah. Because I've only seen her once. Yeah, because nowadays like they call themselves Wiccans and they're all about nature. But witches are about evil. Right. I you don't know? I don't think. But I think it could have also been me just being paranoid because this was like two months later. Well, I don't blame you for being paranoid. I mean that's crazy. But uh do you have any stories to share? Um, yeah, I got a couple I mean I got dude, I got a lot before I ate even became an amateur paranormal investigator. Um, I started buying equipment about two years ago. You know, I got a spirit box and I got eat or uh, what am I called? Not an EKG. That's Ghostbusters, but <laughs> EKGs um, like a hospital. Yeah, and <laughs> I got all these like equipment, but um, I I've had some interesting stuff in my own home. And uh, it's a brand new house that just got built. We got it built on July 30th, two years ago. So, what, 2019? Yes. We moved in. And uh, I pull out the spirit box. I'm in my kitchen, my own kitchen, brand new home, old land notes, old farmland. And the old farmer actually still drives around the like the complex of my living. But I'm just like in there. I'm like, Hey, you know, what's going on? I always get a female for some reason. And I'm like, I I drink beer. I drink alcohol, Jim B. But this spirit clears day on my spirit box says Pilsner beer. That's my favorite. Wow. And I'm like, what the hell is Pilsner beer? But I drink Miller Lite. It's made by Pilsner beer. Yeah, it says Pilsner right on it. That's all. That's, it, it that's does. crazy. And then, uh, even growing up as a kid, like I was probably about twenty-two years old. I took my cousins out camping. They're like sixteen. They were sixteen and fourteen at the time. And we were at a place called Gamble Hall. And we heard a bunch of dogs barking one night. And I said, don't worry about it. It's just the neighbor's dogs barking. But all of a sudden, we hear hoof prints and wagon wheels coming down the gravelly road. And it freaked us out, dude. Oh, I bet. I'm like, oh my, I'm like let's go, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, we took off. We left our tent and everything. And took off and... Oh, dude, I got so many stories, it's unbelievable. Uh, I can't, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah, I have a bunch of small ones. I do, too. I mean, this is before I was even, like, an amateur ghost hunter. Right. But I believe in spirits. I mean, my grandma's house is 200 and, well, at the time in the 80s, because I was born in 78, in the 80s, the house was 250 years old. So what, what would it be now, like 280? Yeah, somewhere around there. 
And it was an old mining home that my grand grandfather had like bought property on, like a farm, little farm. We had pigs and a couple cows and chickens and stuff like that that they would butcher every year. But my grandma was attacked inside her own home by a dark entity, choked and thrown down to the ground. Oh, wow. And this is back in 1986, 87. Which I remember the whole uh, ghost hunting thing really took off. Oh, yeah, big time. On television. Way before. And she actually had a group of women that my dad, my dad's a preacher, if you didn't know. Right. But my dad actually used to make fun of them because it was my grandma Jan, a woman named Mrs. T, like, Mr. T, but we call her Mrs. T. Yeah. <laughs> and then some other woman, I can't remember her name, but they used to do exorcisms in this house. Oh, wow. They'd get rid of the demons. And my dad used to make fun and call them the Ghostbusters because that's when the movie was out, you know, right. like 1984. But they came in and, yeah, dude, like it was. And my grandpa, when he lived in New Jersey, with my dad before they moved here in Pennsylvania when my dad was a senior. His grandmother was a witch. And she cursed him because he said, go F off, grandma. Oh, man, that's one thing you don't want to do it to a witch right no, now. No, not to your grandmother anyway. Yeah, <laughs> or or yeah, your mother. True. Yeah, don't want to tell you that to your grandma. Yeah, though. and she no, said, no, you no, know no. what? His name was Dwayne, just like my dad. You will never... I'm going to curse you. You will never do anything in your life to make money. You will be poor the rest of your life. You're not going to amount to anything. And he never did. He was laid off. He was like on welfare his whole life. But when he lived in Jersey, he heard like a lion roar, like a growl, like, you know? Yeah. He heard the same growl at the farmhouse when he moved to PA. So whatever demon that she possessed him, like cursed him with, followed him his entire life. Wow. That's wild right there. It is crazy, dude. I'm trying to think if I got any. So, okay, so I do have a story to add on. Okay. This is a short one, but it's pretty interesting. So uh, my uncle was up here visiting. Mm-hmm. And we were doing just the spirit box because he kind of believes in them because he lives down in uh like he's lived in Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina. Oh, he's a southern boy. All about the uh you know, like the revolutionary war mm-hmm. area. So he was telling me one night, uh he was laying in bed and he was like looking up and he looked over and he saw somebody wearing like a revolutionary war hat. Oh, wow. They they built those houses right across the battlefield. Like, the whole area was a battlefield. Oh, yeah, exactly. They were fighting so, every yard and field they could. <laughs> right. Like, so he was hit. I'd say probably 99.9% chance there was some sort of battle that took place. Yeah. So he said, like, okay, so I'd break out the box. I was telling him all about it and sticks and stuff. We were getting kind of like, eh, mixed mix reviews on the sticks. Right. But, like, we break out, 
we break out the uh, the box, and we're like, does any like is there any spirits here that want to like communicate with us and stuff? Mm-hmm. And I forget the what it said, but it said something like maybe like a maybe George or John, like an older name, right, right, where somebody's name would be during Revolutionary War, right, John, Luke, George, Paul, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. They're all yeah, they're they're all the same yeah. to be honest yeah. with you, but uh, so we we like pull it up and be like, are like are you following him from like the battlefield? And it said yes. You said like, following, yeah, like following yeah, him around. Yeah, yeah, they got yeah shot. So then I asked, um, how old are you? And it said nineteen. Oh wow. Which I'm just like, oh my god, like young this kid. is kind of, yeah, young kid like died to make our independence. Mm-hmm. So we just keep on going. I keep on going with it, and I ask like, why do you follow him? It's like protection. Oh wow! So, so yeah, like that's basically like I thought that was wild. So, like, this revolution spirit that passed, he, he was fallen in battle, but he was still there to protect. Yeah, like... That was his job, like, probably. Yeah, he's, like, protecting from, like, evil entities or something, or he, like, falls well, in Well, evil entities or even, like, the British. I mean, I'm just putting it out there, but... Yeah, because if, if his house is where he died or somewhere, right. he can't really escape, then he's kind of, like... He's on guard duty. Yeah. So I just, I thought that was wild. Like you could even tell, like he's like the spirit spoke like with. Yeah. Clear words and everything. Clear words. And you could tell sentences. It was, you could tell it was not modern. Yeah. And it it was a smart entity too, because it was answering your questions. Right. Like you asked a question and it replied with an answer. But then we were like, it's not re- re- what's that called? Rigid- well, uh, Residual. I can yeah. Where they just keep repeating their lives over. This is a smart spirit that still knows what's going on, probably. You know? Right. So then we ask, we're like, we start asking questions, and my uncle's like, Are you the spirit I saw that one night? And mm. it's like, Yes. It said, Yes. Wow. I just thought I thought that was wild too. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Dude. Like, it's, it's hard to say. Like, is, is this? I I believe it because. Well, I think you told me this story before, and he, you said thank you for your service, and it yeah, said yeah, yeah. you're welcome, and then you were done with the whole session. Yeah, I said I really appreciate what you did. Yeah, like sacrificing your life for like the country Our freedom. today. Yeah, and it basically said you're welcome. Yeah, and I don't know. I kind of got like a little emotional over it because I thought that was real sad. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I got another one here about war, war ones. So, up in the same town, we have like a Vietnam memorial. Yeah. And a World War II memorial. Is that up by the courthouse? Yes. I I think they have Civil War statues up there too. Yes, correct. Yes. Okay. So. We were like, we were just like, we all take this stuff very seriously. So we didn't mean oh, yeah. to disrespect. Like, oh, definitely this. not. But 
so we go and we so we start like doing spear box sections mm-hmm. on like we'd place the box on the memorial. Yeah. World War Two one, we got like bits and pieces, nothing you could really like make out. Right. Um so then we go like we go each one, each one, nothing. We'd be like we'd place it on like the memorial and it's all the night names of the people from that town that died. Right. In in the battle. We were like, What's your name? Nothing really lined up. So then we get to the Vietnam Memorial. And next thing you know, like it says, Leave us alone, leave us alone. Ah. Like, leave us alone. So because they like, got um, disgraced when they came back, probably. Right. Yeah. Like so I'm like, I'm sorry how people treated you when you came back, but I just want to know I really appreciate like yeah. for your service. Definitely. It and it said you're welcome. Thank you. Oh wow. Not a single voice came across after that. Yeah. Well, you but know I, they got treated like crap. Yeah. Like, and the soldiers did too, you know. Yeah. I like how everybody acted like those people wanted to go over there. Most no, of them were drafted. No, they were all drafted. Yeah, and they didn't even really want to go over there in the right. first place, but they did what they had to do. They served their country just like they did in World War One, World War Two, Korea. They served. Their yeah, it, it's not them who decide if they want to go fight. Like right. they got forced into it. They did what they like any any American should do in that time. Exactly. You go support your country. Yep. And then you have the freaking hippies spitting on people and exactly calling, calling them baby killers. baby killers. Yeah, like and they didn't. They weren't like it wasn't like that. Dude. The, the media made it like that. Right. You know. Well, but here you just have like an average Joe just come going over there doing his duty. Yep. He just turned 18, 17, and they shipped him out yep. to a foreign country that he knew nothing about. Didn't even know he even existed, you know? Yeah. Like I, I watched a lot of like documentaries about Vietnam and like a lot of these guys like, where the hell, what's Vietnam? Where the hell is that at? Yeah. They're like, what? Yeah. And they're like, well, it's a country and. Southeast Asia, and you're going there. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel I respect those guys. I I respect all servicemen. Don't get me wrong. But I really respect those Vietnam guys that that did what they did. Like my father in law was in the Air Force, and he served uh, in the Air Force in Vietnam in 70. I'm going to say 72, maybe. And his job is he kept the planes running, but the planes that he kept running were also bringing the dead home to America. Oh, oh wow. That'd be, that'd be a sad job. Like he go, they pack the body bags up and that was, that was part of his job. And then he'd ship them home, you know, and a lot of people think about the Air Force. Oh, it's the Air Force. They didn't do nothing. But they, they did a lot. Those guys saw a lot. So did the Marines and the Army and Navy and everything, you know. Yeah, which the Air Force was the ones that shipped all the yep. guys that died yep. home. Like, Yep. But, yeah, that would just, I, I just, I don't know. It's just pretty it's like, amazing, dude. I, I love all those. I love all soldiers. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. All military like, men are like those Vietnam guys. Really, first time they like you get to fight without like support. Mm-hmm. Like those guys were just like you'd get dropped off in a heavy helicopter. Yeah, and then you're up there for like three or four days before they come back and get you. Yeah, you have like no tanks, no nope. air support. Really it's all grunt work through the jungle. And I used Which, to go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was like, really, the only thing that like America has experienced before, like, was the Pacific. Your front lines, World you War had front lines. Yeah, the then, part, that was the first war without front line. Yeah, like, and then the only thing you can like compare it to is the Pacific War and mm-hmm. World War Two. But really, that's like it's really not similar at all. It's a little bit like you're saying it's similar, but they're. Like even in Pacific, they have front lines, right? You know, we're, you we're taking this like... island that's a mile wide, but the front lines are half a mile from each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. A little bit of guerrilla warfare, but definitely Vietnam was guerrilla. Yeah, at least, at least in uh, World War Two, you could get like armor and air yeah, and you can see your enemy that you're shooting at. Yeah, and then like at least the ships can bomb. The police. Yep. I mean, those guys in Vietnam were kind of like thrown out there by themselves. Yep. All right. We'll be back in like three or four days to pick you up. What? <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I know you probably watched a lot of documentaries, but you look at these guys, they're 19, 20 years old, but they look like they're in their 40s. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that would stress you out pretty quick. Like, yeah, they, they just graduated high school and they got to go to war. My grandpa was in uh, the army. He he doesn't really talk about that much, but the one thing he said was, "You could he would dig their foxholes and and they sit there at night. Yeah, he would uh, he'd be the guy that places like the claymore mines. Right. He said you're literally sitting there. He's like you're just sitting there, dude, in your foxhole trying to boom pitch blackout, (laughs) and you just hear kaboom. All right, they're coming, boys. Yeah, there's like 50 yards from you. He's like, most of yep. the on the firefight didn't even come out, but he's like, 50, 50 yards, dude. Like, in some places you can see it, but you just hear the bomb go off, and you're like, oh, got one. I used to go to a place uh, in Indiana County, Indiana County, PA. It was called Bunker One. And he sold old surplus shit. Uh, stop. Sorry. This more. But uh, I used to go up there like three, four times a week just to listen. He was a Marine in Vietnam. The guy that had the store. Right. And I just listened to his stories like, he goes, you know what a firefight was like in Vietnam as a Marine? I'm like, no, I, I couldn't even imagine. He goes, you're walking through the jungle you can see about two feet in front of you because the foliage is so thick. Then you hear that AK go up, the three round burst. You'd hit the ground. He said you'd fire back and run. Like you unload a clip and run. Like it was like a 20 second firefight, and both sides would just run. <laughs> yeah. I did see that. Like half the time, they shoot at you. Yeah, you miss. You are on a and you're down. Yeah, you're like one buddy goes down or he misses. Yeah, 
You literally just you just don't even aim, dude, because you have no idea where it came from. You just fire, and then you get the hell out of there. Yep, because you can't see them. Yeah. He said he never saw one enemy personnel at all. Wow. And he how spent many, a year in Vietnam he over Marines. there. He, let, he spent a year over there. Yep, as a Marine. And he got hit with shrapnel or grenade. And this is in, like, my mom used to take me up here even as a kid. That's why I first started, like, going up there. Right. So, like, 1988, my mom took me up there, I think, for the first time. And I, I bought an old Vietnam helmet style. The old steel pot that was, like, rolled over from World War II for, like, five bucks. Oh, wow. And then after that, as like when I got my driver's license, I used to go up for like three, four days a week. And then in my 20s, and then he finally closed down because no one's buying surplus no more. But just sitting up there listening to his story, I actually went out camping with him one time and his other old Vietnam buddy who was kind of nuts. And I can't believe my parents actually let me go, dude. I was like 15 years old. But being up there so much over like five or six years, they trusted him. You know what I mean? So he took me out camping and he told me, he showed me survival skills that he learned, but he got hit with shrapnel. And I'm going to say even like 15 years after I met him, every year he had to go get shrapnel and take it out of his body. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because it would start like the, your natural body starts pushing unnatural things out of your body. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, he, like, it would start, his body would start pushing the shrapnel out, and he had to go to a doctor every year to get it removed. And this is, he was in there in 19, like, 74, 75, whatever. So, think about it. 20 years later, he's still getting shrapnel taken out of his body. That's not the thing you even think about. That's really not stupid. And God, God bless them all. I agree. That's all I got to say. No, no military personnel should be treated like crap. Yeah, like <laughs> I, 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 like looking back, I'm only 24. Yeah, but like. I'm kind of, I grew up the post 9-11. Right. So, like, I remember, like, them talking about this in school. Like, the post 9-11 thing is, like, a tragedy struck. So then it kind of, like, reminds you of pro-military. You support the military. Right. Like, I, I don't know. Me, I couldn't imagine, like, living in a world where people are disrespecting the military, if that makes sense. It wasn't... <sighs> I understand what you're saying, but it wasn't people like us. Right, right. Uh, I don't, I don't even, I don't even want to go there right now because I'm just going to get fumed. <laughs> it's kind of like but, but what's you happening. Know, you, you know what I'm trying to say. You know what I mean. You know what I'm trying to. Say. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to explain. Yeah. Like, like I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what a world's like like to live through that where people disrespect the military. Well, what year were you born, Shane? Uh, 96. 96. So, 2001, you were seven. 
six. Six years old. Yeah, I remember. I don't know if you can remember after, like, post-9-11 when that happened. There was American freaking flags everywhere. Oh, yeah, I remember. I've watched Every house had it. Every car had them flying off their car. I couldn't, like, then the sports, like, you have baseball. What happened? Football. Like, now everybody is... Hates the American flag, yeah, like they do. Oh, I don't know if I even want to go there because I'm just gonna get fired up. Yeah, I just remember it was so beautiful seeing every home, every car have an American flag flying off it. That red, white, and blue was the most beautiful thing I've ever saw in my life after 9 11. We were united as a freaking country for like six months. Six to nine months, and then it just went to hell. I don't know where it all went wrong. I don't either. Why aren't we united now? We need to be united as a country. United we stand, divided we fall. Exactly. You know, it's kind of funny. When I was a kid, our... My high school was called United Lions. Okay? Right. We had a lion for a mascot. We wore blue and white uniforms in football. And I always thought, as a, as a kid, because we had a rival school called the Laura Valley Rams, and they were red and white. And I always thought, United we stand, Laura Valley we fall. Like, I never got it as a kid. Like, United is stand divided, we fall. Right. I always thought it was like, United, we stand, Laura Valley, we fall. <laughs> <laughs> and I could yeah. tell you a story about that, Laura Valley High School, but I'm not going to tell it tell it to you. I'll tell you about it on the phone when we talk, but I'm not going to do it on the podcast. But. <laughs> All right. It just it just happened to be with people with uh, white clothing. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, so, so you know what I'm saying. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, but that could be another podcast later on. Yeah, it could be. I'm debating on setting up a uh, like a Facebook Instagram page for all, all of our listeners maybe like submit ideas that they want us to talk about or ask us oh, questions definitely. which definitely. Um, oh speaking of I'm not speaking of that but real quick dude I know you like metal detecting too right oh yeah I got a metal detector yeah and I got one and I found out my the other day my uncle got one and he wants to, oh. he, he's living on an old farm a pig farm. And he wants to metal detect it. I'm like, dude, I got a metal detector too. Let's do it. I'm like, oh, this place yeah. could be like 200 years. He's like, it's old. I'm like, we can find some old revolution coins probably. There could have been a battle there because it's on Washington's trail. You know what I mean? There could have been. Yeah. And he's like, I you bought a metal about. detector. I'm like, all right, well, well let's metal detect. What kind of metal detector did he buy? He's got a Garrett. Oh, the Garrett's or, are one of them. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm spawning. Like, His is uh, better than mine. I didn't see it. I'm going to ask to look at it, but I 
he said he paid like two hundred and fifty bucks for it. I think I paid like one ninety for my Garrett. He's like, but he calls me Jake. He's like, Jake, this thing like tells you like it'll ding and be like it's a coin. I'm like, yeah, mine does that too. <laughs> you know. The best thing that I ran in with metal detecting mm-hmm. is one of those pen pointers. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta buy you one. Have to have- Oh, shit. I could have bought one tonight, but I bought a fishing curl instead, like an old wicker basket one. Yeah. And the person wanted 25 bucks for it, and I offered 20, and they accepted. So apparently I bought a fishing curl tonight without knowing. (laughs) I actually have one of those uh, down here in my basement that was my pops. Oh, the cherry shot. Yeah, like I have a bunch of old fishing poles and stuff. Nice. But yeah, we should. Uh, we got a podcast like live metal detecting one time. Podcast goes hunting. Yeah, we could do. Uh, heck, maybe we can make a YouTube channel and like show metal detecting. Mm-hmm. Metal detecting, ghost hunting, um, just everything, man. Like, I ghost hunted my uncle's old farmhouse one time with his son last year yeah and down in his basement there's an old piano down there which is weird and i went in there with my spirit box and with my cousin he's like he's 13 now so this is he was 12 last year and i'm like hey is there any spirits that want to talk to us and a woman comes through yeah and i'm like okay what do you want to say? And she's like, what did it say? I, I'll talk or something like that. Well, he got so freaked out. He won't even go down to the basement. <laughs> not back, not him, back by the piano. I hate to tell him it's probably like not due to the basement. No, it's not like it's I the piano. Like when, or, piano or, Whenever you open up the spirit world to communicate. Oh, yeah. You can bring anything in anywhere you want. You just got to be open to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, right. And then when you actually, like, even if you're not open to it, as long you pull out one piece of equipment and start asking questions, now you just open yourself up to it. Right. You know? So I talked to my brother tonight. He said he's willing to come in for like a 15-minute interview one time. Yeah. About his uh, toy collection and his YouTube. So he's open up to the, he's open to that, but he, he said he can't he's got so much going on, dude. He can't like Yeah, commit like a full hour or two hours. Right, exactly. Which, hey, if you guys are wondering, 80 Toys Rock. Oh, 80s Toys definitely rocks, dude. And that's with ROC. ROC. Thrift Gods be good to me today. (laughs) That's my favorite part. (laughs) So did you, uh, speaking of toys, did you end up getting any more Black Series figures? I did not, 
Um, I picked up a 3.75 inch Han Solo um, for $1.50 on eBay. <laughs> but it wasn't the one I thought it was. I thought it was a Young Solo because I got the Young Solo speeder from the Solo movie. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, there he is. The 3.7 inch Force Awakens. Bid, $1.50. One in the bid. Four dollars shipping. I mean, it's only five bucks, but but yeah. it's actually old Han from the Force Awakens. I ended up. I don't know if I told you this, but I'll tell the viewers. Uh, I got a. I pre-ordered one of those Darth Maul the anniversary editions. Hmm. That they have. It's like a throwback one. The fiftieth anniversary. Darth right Maul. What's that? Is that new or? Yeah, it's it's coming out here. I think either June hmm. or October. I know one of them's coming in October. That might be the other Bad Batch character. Yeah, because my brother just sent me. Well, when he sent that speeder, he sent me a Darth Maul from two thousand and two, and he has a double lightsaber. You put in his hand, but. I, I don't know. I haven't opened it. It's not, not out of the box yet, which I don't know if I want to open. What if that's from the... Uh, it'll, like, what's swivel. That movie like, you hit something yeah. and it swivels. What if that's from the Phantom's Menace movie whenever it was released? Yeah, probably from... Two, well, let me see. 1999, 98, Phantom Menace came out. All right, so then the... Yeah, Clone Wars. Would... Yeah, two thousand, maybe the Clone Wars. Two thousand two was Revenge of the two thousand. No, no, two thousand five was Revenge of the Sith. I know okay. that for sure. Well, you know, because that's your favorite movie. Right. Yeah, you're you're a big Anakin fan. Yeah, dude, I love Anakin. Dude, see, I don't, I don't know why I hate Anakin Skywalker. Why? Well. I think because of the Phantom Menace, like him as a kid, just like he was a bad actor and it just annoyed the crap out of him. I, I feel like Revenge of the Sith really saved that character. And it, to it me, did. I mean, it's it not really, the same guy. You but, have to watch Star Wars The Clone Wars. Well, Clone Wars and then Revenge of the Sith is the same actor that played Anakin. But that young kid just annoyed the crap out of me, dude, because he was such a bad actor. And then, yeah. and then Clone Wars, like Padme's like 24 and she's hooking up with a 16-year-old Anakin, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But in my opinion, episode one sucked. Oh, episode yeah. two was lead up, but then episode three, like, they didn't really cover the whole Clone Wars. Dude. There's like, a couple things I like on Phantom Menace. Like the beginning, like the ambassadors are here. I think they're Jedi. Yeah. You know, with Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi as a pattern. But you have to watch the Star Wars The Clone Wars to fill in that backstory. I like, know. If you just watch one, two, and three, I mean, yeah, it covers the main storyline, dude, but there's so many other things and there's so many other storylines well, from the Clone Wars. In the Clone Wars on Disney Plus, which is actually a really good uh, app to get, Disney Plus is a good app to get. We're not sponsored by Disney Plus. We were. Well, they have Soko uh, 
He's, I lost him. That Soko chick. Ahsoka Tana. Yeah, Ahsoka Tana. Her key roles, they have episodes you can watch about her key roles on what happened during the Clone Wars. I did realize that. Yeah, you can watch separate episodes. Which, if you did not watch the Clone Wars... I have... Um, I watched like eight episodes, like the first eight. Um, the last one I watched, they were on an island with these like little tiny people, and then the Empire came... And like they were gonna attack these people, They're... and then like Anakin got like knocked out for like days. Then in my opinion, back. one of the, in my opinion, Ahsoka Tana is one of the most underrated characters in all of Star Wars. Yeah, because if you don't, if you watch, she's, one, two, she's one of the only ones that lived through Order sixty six, right? Because she left the Jedi, Jedi Order. Yeah. Her and Obi Wan and Yoda are like the only ones that live. Yeah, it's just wild, like how many storylines they got going and what yeah. they could do. And then the Rebels, I guess that's actually like Star Wars Rebels is one of the top rated shows right now. It, I just, I just finished watching that about a month ago, and it was very, very good. Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, I, I completed watching that. Ah, because when I talked to you before, you said it kind of sucked. It did kind of suck. But you got into it. Yeah, but then I finally got into it. The storyline's yeah. good. I just didn't like the cartoon animation. Right, too cartooning, yeah. Too cartoony. I liked how they did the Clone Wars, if that makes sense. Well, I, I understand. They're more computer... I understand what you're saying, but I felt the same way about the Clone Wars. Too cartoony. But then when I watched one episode of Rebels, I'm like, this is really cartoon. <laughs> yeah. But, but the story's good on it. I don't really want to go too much into it. Yeah. I don't really want to spoil it if anybody's watching. Right, right. Well, ah, spoiler alert, who cares? They're on six seasons, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm on season, season one, episode eight. <laughs> Which each season of the Rebels is one year. Yeah. So it leads you right up to oh, what does it lead you up to? I think Rogue One is what Rebels lead you. Yeah, up to. well, to yeah. Which I because if you I think if you is. actually go on Disney Plus and watch the just the movies like the real people movies, it's Phantom Menace, Clone Wars, Revenge of the Sith, Solo, Rogue One. New Hope, which is the original movie. Episode four is New Hope. That's nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah, and then it has Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and then the latest movies. You know, the Force. Okay, so I just looked it up here. So you got Episode one, Episode two, then you got Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Season one, episode one through season seven, episode nine. Oh, wow. then it goes, then it goes Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, then it goes season seven, episode 10 through 12. Han Solo, right? Then it goes Star Wars Rebels, Rogue One. Um, oh, so I gotta watch Star Wars Rebels to get to Rogue One. Yes, that's in between Solo and Rogue One. Um, yes, so then hmm. it goes. 
A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, Mandalorian, then the new new trilogy. Right. Now we're going to have Kenobi. Then we're going to have Darth Vader. Disney's going mad. I hope Disney does it so, like, whenever you're done watching one, the new season of the other starts. So right. you can always constantly watch Star Wars. Well, Kenobi's only going to be six episodes from what I heard. One season, six episodes. What are they filling in on? Are they filling on after Order 66? And like- yes, and then he, Obi-Wan goes to Tatooine. Which, they did that in the Rebels. Well, he exiles himself to Tatooine to watch over Luke growing up as a baby. Yeah, but I don't know if I should say a spoiler or not. Go ahead. So, spoiler alert. In in Star Wars The Rebels, uh-huh. the one kid leads Darth Maul to Obi-Wan Kenobi. Cut now. And Obi-Wan Kenobi starts with his fighting style. Yeah. Then he breaks into, uh, what's that one guy's name from episode one that you like? Quinn Jinn or whatever his name is? Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. yeah, he goes to his. Uh, well, he was his style. mentor. He was his teacher. Yeah, remember whenever Obi Wan saw saw Darth Maul go down, and they thought he killed him. Yeah, well, he kind of he <laughs> does he does quiet he goes quiet John fighting stance. Yeah, Darth Maul does the same move he tried on him in Episode One. That was my and favorite then, part. Okay. In that whole I'm not gonna lie to you, Shane. I me and my buddy went to that movie when it came out. 15 times to watch it. Wow. Because our favorite favorite part was when Qui-Gon was fighting Darth Maul. And then they had those like weird like shields that came down that like Obi-Wan couldn't get through. And he's watching his his master fight Darth Maul and then he gets struck down. And then they start playing that music like dun, dun, dun. And then Obi Wan just comes in and like fuck uh, screws him up. <laughs> yeah, but he does the same exact move. Yeah, uh, Qui Gon does. And then so Darth Maul tries the same exact move he tried to get Qui Gon with. Yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi strikes him down and kills him, dude. Well, I got a question which, about if Star you don't Wars. pay, which if you don't pay attention, mm-hmm. people miss that in that movie in that TV show. Yeah. It was kind of like a throwback to episode one. Right. And what happened. No, that's the thing Rebel? Like a little Easter egg. Yeah, that was in Star Wars Rebels the last season. Okay. And now I made one season so far, right? No, that one's completed. Oh, how many seasons? Or how many seasons? Six. Clone Wars or Rebels? Rebels. Rebels. Okay. Because here's what got me confused, too. Qui-Gon Jinn was Obi-Wan Kenobi's master, mentor. Right. But then, like, in the earlier movies from, like, the 70s and 80s, Obi-Wan learned from Yoda. Yoda was Obi-Wan's master. But maybe, but, I mean, if we look at books Quinn, and comics... Remember he, remember he 
remember he got killed early though. Yeah, and he was still he, a Padawan. He wasn't a Master Jedi yet. Yeah, his master got struck. Down, yeah, so maybe so Yoda took over to finish his training. Yes, because then he was on Jedi Council. Yes. And I think that's why he has the end and on the Jedi Here's Council. another thing that's funny too, Shane. I don't know if you noticed. Like when Anakin was what? In Phantom Menace, he was like what? Seven years old, eight? Yeah. And Yoda says, he's too old to train. But then Luke Skywalker's like 20, 17 years old, and they train him to be a Jedi. Because he was the last one, dude. Yeah, that's true. But then he only hung out for like two weeks and ain't left. And so I'm a Jedi now. (laughs) Yeah, then he goes out on his little rant. Then Yoda gets pissed off at him. And then Yoda dies. (laughs) Yeah, like... Thanks, Luke. You just stressed out the old... Yeah, the old, old 500, 900-year-old Jedi. Yeah, stress him out. I think Luke Skywalker killed Yoda, dude. I... I don't he stressed know. him out. Yeah. He stressed him out, dude. You can't be... That old heart can't be taken. Out. He tried to train him, and he's like, I gotta go. And he left, and he came back, and then, like, Yoda yeah, I was like, I want to complete my training. He's like, you're ready, dude. It's like, what the hell? But here's what's kind of messed up, too, though. I don't know if it's because of the dark side with Darth Vader. Because Darth Vader shows up at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi as a spirit. With Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda. Remember? Yeah. But Darth Vader did not like disappear like Yoda and Obi-Wan did. And then Luke did at the end of The Last Jedi. They all disappeared except Darth Vader. He might have disappeared, but they didn't due show to it his in the suit. movie. Or due to his suit. Well, yeah, because he was all robotic besides his torso and his head. Yeah, so he could have disappeared, mm-hmm. but you're not really going to really see him disappear if there's really nothing, you know? Right. I have no idea, but that's we can almost spend a whole podcast talking about Star Wars. Oh, we could, dude. And I got these new comic books. I'm reading Kenobi comic books. I got new Star Wars comic books. Like, I got a book, the Kenobi book it's called. I got it at uh, Barnes & Noble in Cranberry. Let's give a shout out to a bookstore that still exists. Because yeah. you don't find them too much anymore. Yeah, really. But yeah, the, like I started reading it. It's going to be, it's actually the story they're going to be doing on Disney, on this book. So if I can read the book before the movie, the episodes come out next year, I think 20, end of this year or next year they're coming out. Mandalorian, when's that? Twenty twenty, like December of 2021. Yeah, this 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 Christmas. Yeah. Almost. Which, how, how what's gonna happen with that, dude? Grogu's gone, dude. He's like, I hope Kylo Ren doesn't slaughter him and fucking. Well, the theory is on that is he was such a youngling that they he wasn't in the training yet. They were hiding him away. I I I don't know. Me personally, I don't see Disney killing him off because he's a money maker. Oh, big time. Like, how are you going to kill him off, dude? He's making you millions. Oh. And millions. Yes. 
hundreds of millions. <laughs> that was like a they can't kill off, the like rock. they can't call, kill off fucking baby Yoda. There's no way. No, they're gonna find a way. But you know what? In my mind, let Kylo Ren kill them all. When, yeah, Luke, everybody when Luke is training, because Luke took Baby Yoda at the last episode, right for training. He's fifty years old. He's not a child. I want to know where the hell all these other Jedi's kids come from. Like they said, oh, they slaughtered Luke Skywalker's temple. Yeah, only oh, so half. But then, Ky- he, then he said Kylo took half his pe- people with him. Yeah, like where did all these people come from? Yeah, midichlorians. Maybe. They test them. See if they got the midichlorians, if they're a Jedi or not. Because Anakin had the highest even of Yoda. That is true. Yeah, his midichlorian count was higher than even Yoda's. And he became Darth Vader. That is true. His force was powerful, man. You know what I never understood though? He could he could feel Luke's presence, but he didn't feel Leia's presence. Like did he even know Leia was his kid? In the first episode. It's been a while. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, new hope. And she sends the message, Obi Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. But I think he felt it because he didn't want to kill her, but they blew up her planet. <laughs> I don't know, but remember Emperor Palpatine, doesn't he say Luke is your son? Yeah, but he also tells Vader, though, well, it wasn't Emperor Palpatine. It was one of the generals take her and get, like, pretty much execute her. And then she, she backs up against Vader in New Hope. And he doesn't like, like, I felt she felt maybe it was her father, you know? Maybe. She backed up to him, like, help me, kind of. You got to watch the movie, dude. <laughs> when when the know, general I, says, I forget it. execute her, because she ain't giving up the rebel right. plans, she backs up, and Vader's standing there, and she backs right up to Vader's chest. And then Vader's just, like, standing there. Like, he's probably like, Screw you, this is my daughter. I do like the end of Return to a Jedi. How he's like having flashbacks of himself. Mm-hmm. Then he takes right. his helmet off. Yeah. And then he, he dies because he can't breathe without it. But I think we're out what well, I think we're out of time for tonight. That sounds good, buddy. But hey, we'll uh, we'll get a Facebook page and an Instagram page made. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be Shane and the Burf well, see, podcast. See if you can send this uh, broadcast over to me tonight. If you can't do it tonight, do it to, like a couple days. But see if you can share it over to me because it's been an hour and three minutes. Right. I went from right. ghost stories to Star Wars. <laughs> But I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope we didn't do too bad. I hope we didn't either. Hope, and I uh, hope you guys do the follow. We're going to plan on doing one one every week. Yep. And uh, we'd like to hear what other topics. 
Oh, definitely. Uh, give us whatever topics you want to hear about. You want to hear ghosts, UFOs, conspiracy theories, government, Star Wars toys, or whatever. Anything, dude. We're open to. We can bullshit about anything you want. Yep, we can th- we can talk about it. All right, but, uh, thanks guys hey, for listening. Yeah, if you guys made it through the whole thing, thanks a lot. Give us a like, uh, shout out, and share it to your friends. But we're going to make another episode next Monday, so I don't know. It's either going to be uploaded on either Tuesday or Wednesday, I imagine. So I'm hoping so. Monday's going to be a recording day. Yeah, though, maybe so. Spotify might be the best one to listen to or not. Maybe. I don't really know. It's just like pretty much anything. Yeah, just YouTube, Spotify, shout out, listen, give us a like, and uh, tell us what you want to hear about. Yep. Hey, thanks a lot, guys, for listening. Uh, Have a good night. You guys.